Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Zance Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to the show. I'm Sean. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Absolute fucking awful weekend of football. Uh, uh, this is no good. It's if someone said to me, Tom, what is the antithesis of how good's footy? Last weekend. That's what it is. That was the opposite. That was not good's footy. If, no good's footy. If people hear a door open and close, it's me going to my car because I'm done with this episode. <laughs> Is it a bit like... Could happen at any moment. The door opening and closing midway through the third quarter when Richmond had kicked a couple of goals in a row and you had to go outside. I went outside a couple of times, get some fresh air. Yeah, Dusty's- What were you doing out there? Just looking at the stars. <laughs> Thinking of a better place. Just trying to breathe. A place that didn't have Dustin Martin kicking six goals. Didn't, see- want, didn't want you guys to see me losing my shit. <laughs> Failed a few times. Failed. Hurt my hand pretty bad on the wall. And I like how I was like, Sean, have you hurt yourself? And you were like, nah, nah. It's not often that I hit the wall in anger. Normally it's in celebration with a high five. But, mm. uh, I didn't see any high fives. I was excited for it. And unfortunately, Brisbane didn't deliver any. I think you got there in the second quarter. Tom and I were pretty pumped in the first quarter. Mate. Yeah. Things started well. Well, things started bad, then started, then got going. Because Richmond kicked the first two. Yep. Then you guys kicked five behinds. And then he kicked a couple yep. of goals. Three yep. goals, I think. Two. Um, I'm extremely biased because I barracked for Brisbane. Yep. But I think it was one of the worst umpired games of the year, particularly the first half. But I reckon both ways. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, bias disagrees. Um, I saw some pretty Jack bad umpiring. kicked his first goal from a holding the ball that wasn't a holding the ball. Um, and then Dusty kicked one from Grimes doing a bit of a floppy Johnson. Well, yeah, Grimes flopped it. Hipwood's an idiot for bumping him, but the umpire's the bigger idiot for falling for it. Then Richmond kicked a goal. Uh, Jack kicked a goal because Dusty just threw it to him, which apparently the umpires missed. Uh, Jack had a good laugh about that. The amount of recalled bounces, but then some of the bounces that were oh, worse. Can we talk about that? The most atrocious, like forget about the bad calls. Just throw the ball up, you stupid fucks. All three of them, you're not getting a grand final as an umpire. You're not going to be there because you were shithouse. Thing is, a few, terrible. few people on uh, Friday might not be getting a gig either. Well, Razor Ray's not going to be at the grand final. No, Razor, Ray, Razor Ray paid two free kicks. That So he paid it. Neither player, like, there were four players involved in the contest. Not one of them knew whose free kick it was. No one at the ground did. No one at the ground did either. At um, first, people thought it was a Geelong free kick, and then it went to Collingwood, and then it went back to Geelong. No, it was Collingwood. It may have sounded like I was finished listing the umpire mistakes in the Brisbane game, but I was only <laughs> just getting started. What about Hipwood took that mark? Very clear mark. Yep. Wasn't paid. Uh, Link McCarthy, I think. God. Had a mark. Had, no, a, had his arms pulled down. Had his arms pulled down. That should have been a shot. Um, Big O had his arm pulled down. Yeah, someone tackled one of the players in the forward pocket and he just like sort of ran over the line. Should have been deliberate or holding the ball. Oh, oh, oh the, the shepherd. 
30 metres off the ball. Shit. That one, I think I walked out. That was where I walked That's outside. That's when you walked out. It? No, you walked outside when Dusty kicked his fifth. Oh, that dead-eyed fuck. I hate no, which was the throw. That was uh, the throw goal. Just a lot. They, Richmond killed us in the third quarter. All credit to them. Because, I mean. It was also the straightest kicking. Yeah. Bad, second, yeah. second best kicking in a final ever. They kicked 18 goals for. Two of them were rushed. So they kicked 18-2. Brisbane, what, I can't even remember, 8-17 uh, or something like that. Just fucking cooked it completely. I think I think it was actually fairly similar, but just yeah, yeah. reverse. Eight seventeen to eighteen four. So it was the same as two weeks ago when we played them. And in most stats did really well. You would look at it and think should have won. Just didn't convert. It's why I'm confident that we could beat them again if we meet them in the grand final. I'm actually very confident. Just gotta get the kicking right. Kick the goals. I said to you guys, Dan McStay, I think, had a shot 20 out, and I said, yeah, this is 50-50. Yeah. Because he went on like the that all year. No, uh, I think he kicked it. Uh, he didn't kick a goal. He uh, behind. Uh, Charlie missed a few shots. Cam Rayner missed a few shots. Zorko kicked three behinds. Robbo kicked three behinds. These are all guys that are pretty reliable. McCluggage missed a few. Barry missed a few. Do you want, do you want to talk about people being reliable shots for goal, Sean? <sighs> Take your mind back to Friday night when uh, – Unlike you, I couldn't walk outside or be around friends yeah. because I was at the game. Yeah. And, boys, I don't know if you know this. It was actually a Geelong home game. Oh, was but, it? Uh, didn't fucking feel like it. Ah. May as well have been played in Perth for yeah. the hostility of the crowd. Hated the crowd. I was there as well with they were, of the show, Dowie. It, so I sat there well, and well, I, After last week, I don't know if Dowie's anyone's friend. The arrogance on display, uh, to be honest... Tom, if you didn't back for Geelong, I would have been happy that Collingwood won for the first time in my life after Dowie's <laughs> performance. Bloody hell. Dusha. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't have. That is absolutely <laughs> not true. Um, Dowie could literally come into the studio, say, Geelong, punch me in the face, and I'd still be like, would have wished they beat Collingwood. Fuck yeah. Collingwood. They, look, they booed. They were The thing I hated was that they were all really smug about yeah. the fact that Geelong didn't get the home final. 93,000. How many did you think were Collingwood? 70. 70. Yeah. Um, I heard people around me being like, and this is why it's not a GMHBA. Their banner was like, oh, we're a sweet home on the Yarra. Like, ah, oh, we're playing at home. Yeah. They were in change room one. They wore their home kit. Change room one is the, the home, home. Home rooms. Someone, the AFL needed to say, oi, don't do that. Get a, get a class strip. Yes. Uh, only, Eddie, Eddie, is imagine, it true they're the only club that don't have a class strip? Technically, Well, they technically do. But isn't it just like it's got a bit of more white on the back? It's of it? white with black stripes instead of being black with white stripes. Pathetic. <laughs> it is identical. Who's running the AFL? Gil or Eddie? Uh, Eddie. It's pathetic. We know this. Uh, because he said after the game when he was interviewed about the the clashing shorts, even though Geelong were the home team, we choose what shorts. If you have to wear fucking red shorts, yeah. you wear fucking red shorts, Eddie, yeah. you big fuck. Gentlemen's I wanted him to- agreements. From 20 years ago. Best tweet I saw about that was someone saying, Eddie Maguire's whole life is a gentleman's agreement that nobody knows about. And I'm like, fuck, that is accurate as yeah. shit. But, they, but here's the thing, right? Gentleman's they, agreement shouldn't mean anything. He needs to be like, oi, we're the AFL, we run it. This is what you need to do. Um, so Stevenson didn't get booed by any Geelong supporters. Ablett I got hated booed. that more than anything. No, because they- Danger got booed. Selwood got booed. Yeah. Tom Hawkins got booed. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tom Stewart got booed when he took him out. They booed a marching band of kids before the game. Hated that. They booed a bunch of kids carrying flags around the stadium before the game. They booed the fucking people who were having a kick at a target for $1,000 at three-quarter time because they were Geelong supporters. Yeah. So I used to think, nah, Richmond have replaced Collingwood. Collingwood are still worse because Richmond, yes, boo things. They boo Ablett maybe. They wouldn't boo a band at the start of the game. They wouldn't. I've never seen Richmond boo kids, and I've never seen Richmond act smug about having a home final. Whereas Collingwood just it, it radiated smugness. And you know, fucking what? We nearly fucking got them. Yes, there were a couple of people down. We were a player down, and we were playing like dog shit. And you only won by ten points. They started the the slow, infuriating Collingwood chant in the last quarter. And then immediately Geelong kicked a goal and then another one and it was 10 points in it. <laughs> and fuck, I wanted you to win so badly. Sean. I hate Collingwood. I think more than anything in the world. Port if Adelaide. Adolf Hitler came back to life <laughs> and spat in my face, I would still hate Collingwood more like, than him. At least you don't back for Collingwood. Yeah. I mean, he would. He would, though. He would. Big fuck. And here's the thing, like, it just 
at, to be fair, to their credit, it wasn't all the supporters. I had five guys. This is the best part. The best thing in my night was I had five blokes behind me who would have been like 30 to 50, all Greek, who commentated the whole game, which sounds annoying, but well, they were just so purely like – but they are also like unbiased. So they'd be like, oh, we need to put someone on him. He's Dangerfield. He's too quick. He's, look how quick. Oh, man, that's Tim Kelly. Oh, he's so good. He's amazing. Oh, Tom Stewart, if they didn't have him, we'd have – Ten got like so they were positive both sides, and then the best part was one of them got a leg cramp in the third quarter and started like stood up. I was like, "Oh my cramp, my leg, my leg!" And another one was like, "You shouldn't have had that coke at halftime." <laughs> so I loved them. Yeah, um, Tom, are you sure? Because I've just put up our messages because this story sounds familiar to me. Uh, oh no, no, no! So okay, read it out. Uh, so Sean had asked where you were sitting, so you yep. inspired with level four. Have the worst people behind me. Bunch of guys commentating constantly. Ooh. So, to clarify, these guys didn't get there till halfway through the first quarter. Yes. Uh, there was another bunch of guys behind me. There were three of them. They were young, and they were commentating being like, oh, yeah, you suck a shit danger. Oh, this is a piece of shit. Yeah, Stevenson's the best player, blah, 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 like all this shit. Then these five guys came, and they are like, oh, you're in our seats, and they got up and left. So one one commentary team was replaced by another. And I'll tell you what, it was like Channel 7 to Fox footy. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy. Um, um, probably the thing I hated the most was just the reception to Stevenson. It's like they got around him so much. Yeah. And he shouldn't even be out there. He shouldn't be there. He's playing his first game back, shouldn't be there. It's not a home game. Should be getting booed. Should have been played GMHBA. Now, okay, to that, people go, oh, but the grand final is played at the MCG. Correct. The grand final is played at the MCG. So absolutely, let's play the grand final at the MCG. However, I want the same advantage to get to the grand final that every other club in the AFL gets uh, besides us, Bulldogs, St. Kilda, and North Melbourne. Yep. Everyone else gets to play at their home ground in the lead-up to the grand final. Why the fuck aren't we playing West Coast? Actually, teams that whose home ground is Eddie had, I Don't, mean, Marvel, Marvel, would they be – the final wouldn't be played there. No way. No, correct. No, no. Yeah, so. What happened to the Bulldogs? Remember uh, yeah. a couple of years ago they played Adelaide at the MCG and got torched. Yeah. So Essendon would have to play a home ground, home game at the MCG as well. Well, I think Essendon would prefer to play it at the MCG if they were – I think the you should get a choice. I think you should have the choice for your home final and just – fuck it. Make Collingwood play it at GMHBA. Who gives a shit if you don't get all 95? Fuck, imagine, imagine that's the rule they bring in. They're like, all right – uh, first and second get a home ground final, but first gets to pick where the home ground is. You're like, sweet, Collingwood, Geelong, Perth. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like that's the thing is it's it 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 just it just infuriated me that what's the point of getting a home final? I've come around to this today, Tom. I think last week I would have been like, ah, shut up, Geelong. You got to play at the MCG anyway. But for the grand final, absolutely, yeah, I think hundred percent. I think the first three weeks of the final series, you should be allowed to play in Geelong. Put it, put it this way. The same Pe- way that Brisbane, if they qualify in a high enough position, we'll play at the Gabba. Play at the Gabba. Well, and here's the thing. People complain about crowds getting locked out. That's like not every – if you were playing at like Adelaide Oval, there's a capacity of about 40,000, I think. Yep. Which isn't that far off GMHBA. If it was Adelaide Collingwood, not every Collingwood supporter would be able to go to that game. Now, and again – What's the capacity at GMHBA? I think it's 36 to 38. All right, because Brisbane was the highest – uh, game at the Gab River, and it was just over thirty-seven thousand. The capacity of of Giants is twenty-five. Well, I question this: if the Giants host a home final against Collingwood, will what? they move the game to the SCG? Well, they used to play today in Z, but that's now no longer applicable because yeah. that deal's done. So the SCG is not that much bigger. It's probably but twelve it is or fifteen thousand bigger. Still bigger. <sighs> if yeah. that's the argument, then that's you can't tell me that if the Gold Coast Suns ever got their shit together and played in a final and got a home final, that the AFL would be like, play it at the Gabba. They wouldn't. No fucking way. It'd be a Metricon. And look, people are like, oh, Chris Scott's soaking it up, Larder. But it's at the end of the day, okay, if the competition is about entertainment value and ticket selling, then the competition's not fair. And then you need to just be like, yep, competition's not fair. The reason we play at the MCG is to maximise profit for the AFL, which means that they don't care about a fair competition. If it was a fair competition, when it's prelim final week, you would have both games played at the same time on Friday night. Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. But, and yet you won't. You will have, let's say, hypothetically, Brisbane are in the prelim against Collingwood. Yep. It'll probably be on Saturday night. 
No, nah, it'll be a day game. Or Saturday, even if it's Saturday afternoon, right? Yep. The other team in the grand final still played on Friday night. Brisbane have got to come down to Melbourne and then travel back. Yep. You know what I mean? It's never going to be equal. It's never no. going to be fair. The AFL don't give a fuck. No. It's, and that's, the thing that, that's, that's, I think, the thing that frustrated me most about watching this game. And I'll get to the game in a minute and we'll, we'll dive into it because I can yeah. talk about other things that were not just me bitching and moaning because we lost. Someone's like, yeah, but you played a final at GMHBA and you lost. Cool. If we'd played at GMHBA and Collingwood had beat us by 10 points, GMHBA, full fucking credit to them. They deserve to win. But you would still away. want to play there again. Correct. Absolutely. Why yeah. not? Yep. You know? Fuck it. I thought we'd been through this with the AFL. In 2004, Brisbane um, had, had a, to play a, a prelim, Geelong. prelim final against Geelong at the MCG. That's right. Yep. And then they changed it after that. And here's the thing. Even if like your contractual obligations meant that you had to play – Certain number of games, certain number of big games at the MCG. Having Richmond and Collingwood finish in the finals yep. means that you just will, just by math. You'll know this. Is there still a thing where in each week of the finals there has to be an MCG game? No, there's not. So there you go. Oh, AFL cowards. All right, let's jump into the games. We've spoken a bit about Friday yeah. night, but there was a game before that on Thursday night where Essendon embarrassed themselves and uh, have continued to not win a final for 16 years. <sighs> The longest uh, dry since, spell. Since 2000. 2004, Tom. How you doing, mate? Uh, bad. I'm doing bad. I did get a little bit of bright news at the start of this week's episode, just before we started recording, in fact, so not the start of the episode at all, uh, just before when we sat down. Uh, Tom informed me that we have committed to Woosher. So one of my biggest fears is kind of crushed a little bit, which is that I was scared we were going to let go of Woosher in the offseason, bring in uh, Ross Lyon. My other massive fear now, though, is still very much decedent. Uh, whilst they were a destination club last year and the year before, and now going to be that club that has a lot of star players that aren't quite clicking that are probably going to be looking for success at other teams. You're not there yet. No, you made finals. If you had missed it. Yeah, you'd have to cook it next year for that to come into play, I think. I think they still believe. You also got fucked by injuries. I do want to point out that there is still the possibility that Freo go, hey, Wusha, we'll give you three years. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. It's just that at least Essendon Unlikely, have made a comment about it. That's yeah. nice. Um, Took them a while to comment, really. Which means that they were probably thinking about it. And then they they looked at who was available and Ross was pressed up against the glass. Who's the president of Collingwood? Uh, Essendon. That's a great question. I don't actually know. Well, he took one look at uh, – Garlic boy pressing us up the glass and was like, who the fuck is this man? Get him out of here. Um, is Mark Harvey still at Essendon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was like, don't take, don't take Ross. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I've heard imagine, how he operates. Imagine, that. imagine having to be an assistant coach under the man that took your job. Jesus. Oh. Ross kind of had nowhere to go because if he went to St Kilda, then he's dogging Brett Ratton again. If he went to Essendon, he's there with the guy whose job he stole, Mark Harvey. And he was never going to go to St Kilda. And if he went to Carlton, because I don't think it was Carlton's during the week. footy boss left Freo because he couldn't stand working with Ross. Lindsay yep. Tanner? Oh, uh, Lindsay Tanner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Dusha. Tom. This game was interesting because there were patches where it's like, like you were, it was pretty even. It was exactly what happened in the. This game played very similar to the Brisbane-Richmond game, which is Essendon got very close. The only difference is we didn't hit the lead. At any- Actually, no, sorry. Not the Brisbane-Richmond game. It played very similar to the GWS, uh, GWS Western Bulldogs game. Yep. Where we got really close and Essendon wants to kick a couple of goals and they've got the run. They're like... Hard to stop. It's party time. Like, we could kick fucking 15 in a row. But... It would just take, we'd kick two in a row and we're like, we're on here. And then West Coast would kick one real quick goal. And then our team Ra would shit their pants. And yeah, just. Or Zach Merritt would kick it to um, Jeremy McGovern. Yeah. Or Shannon Hearn. Yeah. Or Schofield. Yeah. So uh, we were also trying our very frustrating tactic of bomb it into our forward line. Uh, no one would take a mark. We'd just leave again. That was good. Adam Saad had the right idea. Just run in from. Did he kick? Did he kick two goals? Yes. Was he the best? He was the best. Oh, I love. I love Saad. He. Uh, it's like a little rocket man. Yeah. Like a little rocket powered man. He'd come in flying in from the back half of the ground, run to about fifty-five, and just bomb it. 
You scaled the beer in his honor. I did. Scaled my West Coast supporters' friends' beer in my in his honor. Scum. Yeah. <laughs> what a rowdy. Uh, that pub. Oh, yeah, you've experienced the pub, the oh, seven dollar pint pub. That's it. That is a pub. So I went to that night being like, oh, I'm just gonna have a quiet one. I was a little bit, how you going? Because uh, <laughs> when they're seven dollar pints, they're seven dollar pints. We had to work the next day, so I was like, I'll just have a couple. Had a few more than a couple. Yeah, me too. I got home <laughs> and I was like, seven dollars. Oh, Tommy, we're a bit dusty. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, the pub. So sports bars and whatever, occasionally you'll get, like you get a lot of people watching. But this is like people screaming at the TV. Except for Stats Man. Can we talk about Stats Man? Oh, there was a bloke sitting in the data. corner at the front of the room, in front of the TV with his back to it, had an Essendon scarf on and a laptop open. And it we thought- typing away. Pre-game, we thought he's just getting a few emails done and then he's going to be fully invested. Not once did he ever look at the screen. But he had left. He had a friend that had an, um, an Essendon Bombers cap, but the- uh, what do you call it? Brim of the cap was turned up like it was some kind of. Uh, also, the hat was for a five-year-old child because yeah. yes. it did not fit on that man's head. It was from when he was a child. It yeah, was, definitely. yeah. And he was wearing a long sleeve, old school jumper as well. And I think he was also wearing shorts. I think if I think if that pub had to be a person, it would be that man. Mm. He was like Marty McFly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, his friend left at halftime. Yeah, I never saw him look at the screen. No. So, yeah, we called him Champion Data because he was clearly collecting stats or something. Yeah, something's going on. He was watching another game. Yeah. You I, got some joy this weekend, Dusha. They won. They're they through to a prelim in the VFL. That who, is good, I guess. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I mean, they probably do. Brisbane's uh, reserves are into the grand final. Mate, are they still undefeated? Are they still undefeated? Still undefeated. <laughs> Here's just a quick interesting fact. Robbo's injured, so someone from that team is going to – have to come in to the seniors for a semi for, for a semi. semi and miss the premiership in the reserves. Oh, the prelim, that premiership is it the grand final? Yep. Yeah, but like, imagine, imagine being that guy who takes Robbo's spot and then, well, Robbo's done a hamstring. See, so if he's gone for the year, you could come in, I guess, <laughs> play three games, win a flag. Everyone's like, oh, how good's this? Be a hero. How good's this fucking kneeful premiership? And then you've got one guy on the team's like, oh, just probably not as good as this AFL premiership, the medal that I have. Cedric Cox, maybe. Taylor? Louis Taylor. Ryan Bastanak. Ooh. Because here's my theory. They won't necessarily bring in a winger, right? They might bring in someone else and move someone else onto the wing. I I'm I would put Zorko out on the wing. So maybe you bring in Matho. Yeah. Or, or you play Matho forward, throw Christensen on the ball. I'd be actually, I'd probably, maybe I'd throw Link McCarthy on a wing. You could do it. He plays on the ball sometimes. Yeah. The wing, like Robbo's article was pretty spot on. The, the wing is so important. Losing Robbo's huge. You should, um, you should recruit all Australian wingman Bontepelli. Uh, should, yeah. <laughs> the Bont. The Bont. Gets another medal for another yeah. team in disguise. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, my name's Barkus Montempelli. Uh, Barkus Montempelli. That's a good name. It isn't it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He doesn't wear a headband. So he sh- he's finished. So he just shaves his head, plays bald. No one will recognize him. All right. He's got two black eyes as well from Toby Green. <laughs> um, just quickly on this. Uh, so Mitch Brown has done his calf. That could be trouble for Mitch. Does not have a contract. Does not have stands. a contract and does not have a leg. Two bad things. Doesn't have a leg to stand on in both senses. Uh, Hooker also had four touches. Took one mark. Yeah, dirty night for him. Uh, McKernan also uh, four touches. He's someone that we would have looked to to kick a few goals. Didn't. I mean, had Stringer go? Uh, Stringer, yeah, he he. Uh, we actually pulled him out of the forward a little bit. He had thirteen touches. How many kicked, goals? Kicked fuck all time. Okay. Uh, what about uh, what about uh, Arazio? I uh, kicked one goal too. How many touches? Uh, thirteen. Also. Trade him. What about uh, what about tip? Oh no, Tipper kicked two, didn't he? Tipper kicked two. Yep. Had nine touches. Laid four tackles. Saad kicked two. Yeah, I'd get rid of Arazio. I think that's probably what's happening. Matty Lloyd I- reckons you could straight swap him for Ollie Wines. <sighs> You'd be fucking out of your mind if you were Port Adelaide and you accepted that deal. Something doesn't seem right with Arazio, and I don't know what it is. Said so he absolutely wants to go back to South Australia. Yeah, to go yeah. home. He wants, yeah. he wants a coach that shows any kind of animation. 
And I tell you what, it's not Don Pike. While while you guys don't like Ken Hinckley, at least there's expressions on his face. Yeah. He's 0-5. Twice so fucking wrinkly. Heppel and McGrath had good games. <laughs> I thought McGrath was really good. Um, Hep, was Parrish all right? Parrish was all right. Has he signed again? Because there was rumours yeah. early on that he was coming to Geelong. No, no, he signed. Uh, Francis is up for trade apparently. It's hard to keep track because there's so many fucking dog shit AFL trading Ooh. insights. There, there's your go. Orazio and Francis for Ollie Wines. And a pick. And something late, yeah. Or do a do a you know a steak knives like your Jack Crisp steak knives and or someone like that you know that's just the extra little seasoning that ends up being the better yeah. Pick. I don't know, douche. You need something. You need something in the forward line. I think. Yeah. Uh, if Joey's going to Sydney or not playing because he's injured. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with him. I'm just. You should do a sneaky and be like, "Sorry, Hawthorne, we're going to take John O'Patton." <laughs> um. No, I've got it. <coughs> the return. So send Francis Orazio for Wines and Ryder. Ryder's not coming back to Essendon, and I don't know why people keep floating that it's idea. It's a possibility. They have inquired. I don't know why. Ryder, my, every time someone asks Ryder, hey, do you want to come back to Essendon? If his response isn't, shut the fuck up and stop talking to me, I will be shocked. He's... Literally gone on record saying how much he hated the way the club treated him and his family. Yeah, but they're all gone. Well, that's true. There's no one there. The only person still there is Bruce Reed, who is who fought that whole program the whole way through. It's true. Redemption. I'll bloody take him. I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll win the Coleman. Oh. And then Joe, Joey, Joey goes to Sydney, obviously, in that scenario. Mm. Then you get pick four or whatever it is. And you use that to trade in... I don't know. Yeah, if you're Essendon, you probably don't take a kid. You trade that for a player. Well, that's a thing. Clayton Oliver. <laughs> Sean, you're out of control. <laughs> Sorry, mate. You are out of control. We're getting to that time of year, and oh my, my head's spinning with names and numbers and <laughs> possibilities. Oh, you are the you are the rain man of trades. Oh, mate, everyone's coming to Brisbane. That's what I've heard. Are you that trade website that is run by an obvious St Kilda supporter? That it's me and him. Everyone's it's- going to the St Kilda or Brisbane Footy Club. <laughs> Great. Oh, boy. So, yeah, Essendon fucked it. Uh, That's right, because we had one loss and we thought, no, no, the How Goods footy guys will get two more wins for the weekend. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, sick. Essendon lost. Not happy about that. I'm full of beer, though. That's all right. I've got my friends. Still got three games, and there's three teams that I feel very strongly for winning out of those three games. Yep, same. We'll be right. Friday night, boys. Yeah, you've touched on it. Geelong lost by 10 points. And it so, could have been a lot worse. Boys, if it wasn't for our backline being very fucking good, we probably would have lost by six goals. Yep. Do you know what annoys me? So I'm just going to make a hypothetical, guys. Oh, you haven't told the listeners what Chris Scott did. You are a – yeah, I'm game. just about to. So here's a hypothetical. You ready? Yep. Uh, you are a coach of a football side. Yep. Who finished You're, top of the ladder? Finished top of the ladder. You're about to play Collingwood. All right, so just imagine – you're a, a, team. Of, yep. your, of your own teams, right, you have – Pretty much your full list to pick from. Uh-huh. And you are coming up against the all-Australian Ruckman. Mm. Who are you picking in your side? You know, it doesn't have to be Geelong. You're Brisbane. Who are you picking in your side to go up against Grundy? My number one Ruckman. Yep. What are you, Dusha? I'm picking up the phone. Yep. I'm saying, Zach Clark, you're in, mate. <laughs> no, that's what Chris would do. No. I, uh, it, I would probably just play Bell Chambers on him. Yep. So we had Reese Stanley, and then a rumor came out that we were going to have a late change beforehand. And I was like, "Please don't drop Reese." And I uh, guess what? You dropped Reese. We dropped Reese because of the weather. <sighs> despite Reese playing in the rain in the previous game. Um. Yep. Yeah, and despite the fact that even though it was raining, Grundy would still be playing. Yep. And and here's the other thing too: is that Reese Stanley is not a Sanderlands. He's not a lumberer. He's he's an ad, he's a mobile ruckman. Is he breaking down? Is there any reason to rest him if it's wet? No. It, I I just no. It, so it was just a fuckhead coaching decision. Now I'm a big fan of Chris Scott, and I have defended him to Dowie, and I've defended him on this show. But this just like I was out for dinner with my parents before the game, and then we found out that the late change had happened, and the mood of the dinner just died, like Did soured. <laughs> Did you? Throw I wanted off? to. Did you vomit? Yeah. But I was sitting there going, you I pushed don't, your plate away, didn't you? You're like no. Nah. <sighs> 
The thing that the thing that frustrates me is less about not Check, picking please. Stanley. I would have been okay with not picking Stanley. What actually sucks is that we robbed our backline of an all Australian fullback effectively. Yep. Oh, he's, yeah. he's been in the squad for two years in a row. His best position is at fullback. We took him out of the back line, and what happened in the first quarter was, yes, Geelong took a little bit to get going, but uh, all four goals came from stoppages, and the back line was a bit disorganized. Now, we, I will say this. Over the course of the game, we evened up, but the damage was done in that first quarter, and the damage was done before the game started. And just Tom, please, for the love of Christ, pick a Ruckman to play against Nick Nat. Tom, as a neutral supporter, yep. you played like dog shit. We did. Yeah. Chicken. Second second Chicken. half second half we were better, but the first half we were no. But the other frustrating thing is is that we did exactly the same thing we did last year. We did the exact same thing we did against Richmond and Adelaide and Sydney where we just did fuck all for the first. We kicked one goal to four in the first quarter and in the end those three goals were probably the bridge too far at the end. Even though it was only ten points, we had to get you know a couple of shots that just really – so I have uh, just a quick oh. side note about this game and yep. um, something that we don't really touch on. We always hear about arrogant Geelong um, because of especially most people that have been on this show fall within the age gap where Geelong has known nothing but success. But I was off at dinner with my dad and my nan when this game was happening. The game was on at the restaurant, similar to you, I guess. Um, and I forgot that whilst my grandfather, my nan's husband, uh, is a diehard Sydney and life member or whatever, She's a big Geelong supporter, but she doesn't talk about it because she spent like 50 years of her life being shit on by a club not performing that like even when they were good, she just had no interest, not no interest. She still, they were good and then couldn't win a grand final in the nineties over and over and over again. And then in the 2000s when they did win grand final, she was just kind of like, it's about fucking time where, so yeah, she came in and she turned around and saw the scores and was like, what is this shit? You can't. (laughs) Finish top of the ladder and kick six goals in three quarter three quarters. That's shit. The coach is shit. She went off. She, I've never seen an old lady yell at a TV as much as she did. That's nan wisdom. That is nan. To be fair, also like today, danger came out and was like, "Yeah, we're all really bad, uh, and we need to be better than that." The midfield let everyone else down. Tell us something we don't know, danger. Yeah, danger. To be fair, doesn't... danger. Not you. You were you were the you and Tim Kelly, Tom Stewart, were probably. The reason we didn't get belted, yeah. Dangers, danger, and Kelly alone were the reason we were within ten points with a couple of minutes to go. Tom, yep. If you go straight sets, I think for the good of football in Geelong, mm. got to get rid of Chris Scott. I don't think they will. I they think if you go straight, they, they won't because he's got another three years on his straight team. sets. Would be it would be the biggest disgrace to that football club. It's the worst. Like it just. Tom, I'm angry for you. We won't go straight sets. A bit angry at you. We won't go straight sets. And I know you're doing these dumb faces, but I think... You've got West Coast at the G, a ground that they play super well and a ground that you play like garbage, according to this weekend. Just this weekend. We actually have a really good record there this year. We've only lost two games here this year, one against Hawthorne and one against Collingwood. All the other games we've won, including against Collingwood, Richmond, Hawthorne, uh, and there's one more in there. So you played four games, you lost two. So you beat Hawthorne early in the year when they were shit house. Collingwood round one, Richmond. When they were shit house. Richmond when they were reeling broken. from all the injuries, hadn't got it together yet. It is a challenge, Tom. Nah. Tom. Do you know, where, do you know what, though? It shouldn't West be in the MCG. It should be in fucking Geelong. Can't worry about that anymore, mate. No, I know. It's, it's an injustice. I think we're going to win. And hear me out. It's an injustice, but I'm Sean, frankly- don't you fucking do those eyebrows or I'll rip those glasses off your face. And, <laughs> oh, you winked, are you cheeky boy? Um, no, I think we'll win purely because I think back to 2017 where we rolled into the qualifying final, got murdered by Richmond and everyone was like, they've got to play Sydney next week. Sydney are flying. Geelong are shit. It's going to be straight sets. And we came out and we smashed Sydney. We then went on to lose a prelim against Adelaide and Adelaide. Difference here, though, is we get a prelim in Victoria again if we win. Um, yes, it's against Richmond. <laughs> but I think Richmond will be a bit nervous about a prelim because of Geelong how Geelong have accidentally just gone in and given themselves the worst possible finals run they could have hoped for. You're playing Collingwood, West Coast at the MCG, then Richmond, and then if you beat them, you're playing Collingwood again, presumably, or Brisbane. It's going to be Brisbane Geelong Grand Final, baby. The other positive out of this weekend, Sean, is that neither of us has to like knock the other out of the finals. I think it might be a Brisbane West Coast Grand Final. Get fucked. <laughs> All interstate Grand Final. Tickets will be easy to get. 
Brisbane Richmond. Brisbane Richmond is seeming like, but then also that's bad because we'll get to that later. I yeah, look, I don't think it's bad. We weren't good. I don't think we'll be that good two weeks in a row. There were some to find that, if I, that bad. You mean <laughs> yes? No, I mean that good. I mean I that you said that you. I think you said we won't be that good two weeks in a row. Oh no, we won't be that Just bad Tom, two weeks in a row. That's good. Oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> positives. Uh, for us is that, again, like I said, Tom Stewart, Kelly, Danger, really, really good. Yep. Um, I thought Sav was brilliant in the ruck uh, when he went into the ruck and I thought Mark O'Connor played a very good game down back. He had two instances where Elliot in one instance and Stevenson got out the other side and was going to murder him. What did I say? What did I get <laughs> wrong? I just was thinking of funny things in my head. and <laughs> Oh, I'm hilarious. It's a ride in here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so look, it's not all doom and gloom. We, we think about John going out in straight sex and Tim that's Kelly just, flying, boarding the first plane to West Coast. You get a lot of things about Geelong. Geelong going, Geelong going, Geelong, are we thinking Geelong going out in straight sets and at the end of the game, Tim Kelly just gets on the West Coast bus back to the airport? <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> no, nah, I'm thinking Geelong in the grand final against Brisbane. Do you know who's going to bounce back hard this yeah. week? Because he had a shocker and he doesn't have two shockers in a row. Tom Hawkins. G. Ablett. Oh, G. Ablett. I think I hope that Tom Hawkins also has doesn't have two shockers in a row because he kicked. I mean, fuck all goals, Tom. He kicked zero four. Yeah, which cost you the game. Disgusting. You lost by ten points, and you've you've got your key. What cost us the game was Gary Rowan and Hawkins missing easy shots in the first quarter directly in front. Yeah, yeah. Cost you the game. Danger, Sean. Bad goal kicking is bad footy, Tom. Danger's bomb from sixty. I know. You do, but Danger's bomb from 60 that nearly got through the goals. I rode that the whole way. Mm. Oh, one more positive. One mm. more positive. A missed goal isn't a positive, Tom, and if it is, you're fucked. No, no, no. no, no. This, is, this is not a positive. This is, this is not a missed goal. This is a goal that defied the laws of gravity ah, to and time the second quarter. and space. It was a goal that bent impossibly through uh, and got us back in the game. It's still bending. What's fucked is all the goals that got us in the game were not like, so we missed like regulation shots. Tui nailed that one. Danger nailed one as he was being tackled. Kelly nailed oh, one. The danger one was massive. Oh, juggled the ball, snapped it onto his foot. Yeah. Put us back in it. Myers missed one directly in front and then kicked another one from the pocket 50 out on yeah. his wrong foot. Danger kicked that goal. And about three minutes later, there was some stupid fucking Collingwood person being like, oh, you've done fuck all danger. What have you done? Kicked the best goal of the game. Toothless fucking git. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did uh, the Jaden Stevenson, like, basically standing ovation when he kicked the goal feel? Was that good? Um, what I, I loved yeah. was rewarding a cheat. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. On the, like, the TV cameras made, made it very clear that a lot of Collingwood play, a lot of the ground stood up to clap it. He got cheered in, in general play. So while Ablett's getting booed in general play for like a handball, yeah. and Danger's getting booed in general play <laughs> for a mark, old mate was getting cheered just for standing near the ball. He kicked one goal. I don't think he had a massive game. You know, Didn't he kick two? Also, uh, oh, in other bad news, Duncan's done his medial ligament in his knee, so uh, he's not playing next week. And if we go beyond that, he probably won't be playing for the rest of the year, which is great. Because you know what, Sean? Just like Robbo, you know what Duncan plays? Plays on the wing. One of your most underrated. Easily. Very important player. Easily. Uh, Makes things tricky. I mean, it's okay, though. We have an All-Australian wingman in our side in Tim Kelly. (laughs) So, oh, football. You big fucking piece of shit. I can't quit you, though. I think you've talked yourself out of any confidence you had, Tom. No, I haven't. Fuck it. Bring it on. Hey, West Coast, we're coming for you. Adam Simpson, we're going to beat you so much you'll forget how to play. Nick Nat looked very good on Thursday. He fucking didn't. Shut up. Don't want to hear another word about him. He should be playing. He was really good. He he should should be playing. Sean? No. He should be playing. No, he shouldn't. As the assault on, it was a crime of passion. Don't care. You can't throw someone into a fence. You can't pull a bloke's hair either. Uh, oh, I don't care about that. McGovern threw someone in a fence and got a week for it. Yeah, but douche, by that logic, I could like walk up to you in the street and slap you and then you could stab me to death and then the judge <laughs> would be like, nah, you're all good, no, no, mate. Do you know what though? Up until recently, up until I think the late 90s, that was a justifiable excuse in Victoria in the court of law. All right, Provocation, I think. Mm. Crime mm. of passion is what I call it. Yeah, that's what it was. It was literally like- I killed that person because they made me so angry. 
and you could get away with it. And then they changed Lucky the law. Lucky that that has been outruled since uh, this weekend. Otherwise, the Richmond football team would, team would be no more because uh, <laughs> Sean would have gone on a rampage. <laughs> also, They made me so angry I had to kill them. Making a big call also, Stanley to come back in and uh, clean up in the ruck. Just go, hey, Chris, fucking this is why I should be in this side. I think Nick Natanui's going to wear him like a nice hat. He's going to pull his hair. Tie your hair up, mate. Then die. Interesting. He had it tied up in the warm-up. I honestly, I'm starting to think he should tie it up. It's a lethal weapon. Yeah. It, <sighs> he flicks it around. He can take an eye out. Could take his own eye out. Well, yeah, self-harm. Knowing, be- knowing his luck with injuries too. <laughs> <laughs> Loses an eye to his own hair. His hair gets taken to the tribunal for rough conduct against himself. Um, gets given a week. Has to shave it off. Put it in a bag and put it back on later. One email that we did get on Thursday, it was from John, I'm pretty sure. I'm not even going to bother reading it because I've already replied to it. But uh, basically, he was calling Zach Merritt filth for pulling his hair. I had some kind words to say in response to that. John also pointed out that if it had happened to Tipper, I probably would have been looking for blood. If exactly the same thing happened, swapping a West Coast player and an Aceton player, and Tipper was the West Coast player that had his hair pulled, and then he responded by throwing the man into a fence, I'd be like... Poetic justice, which is exactly what happened. It's fine. Crime of passion. Yeah, they both got fines, which is what it deserved. Speaking of people uh, getting what they deserved, uh, the next game uh, didn't go that way. The the opposite of what happened. A person who should have got what he deserved didn't. He's been fined. That's Toby Green uh, for beating the shit out of Bontempelli on the ground as the Giants beat the shit out of the Western Bulldogs at the ground. Don't like it. Best thing that happened in this game? By a significant margin. The shush? No, you're an idiot. I loved it. Toby Green getting kicked so hard in the dick that he responded like a cartoon character. <laughs> Going, ow, my dick. Yeah, but he also, like, he went, like, cross-eyed and cross-legged and was holding his dick and, like, his eyes were basically bulging out of his awesome. head. His dick travelled back in time. <laughs> what, I, what I loved, his dick joined to his goal. <laughs> Just bending through space. High-fived on the way through. <laughs> That's where the pain came from, high-fiving <laughs> the footy. Um what I loved was the commentary of that moment, Sean and Dusha, where they were like, oh, now, oh, Green's a bit sore there. I, I, I don't know where he's sore. I think I do. He is literally holding his penis in his hands and he's like, oh, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have happened oh. to a better person. Oh, I couldn't have. Um, I think he should have been suspended for a week. Yeah, me too. But it's Came the finals. In, grabbed his face. Slammed his head into the ground twice. Looked up at the umpire to see if they were looking. Did it again. Did it again. Not happy. With Here's that. the thing: if that happens round three, he gets a week. But it's finals. Yeah, I hate. I hate the if that happens to an Essendon player. I give him the guillotine. If Tom Hawkins did that in a final, he'd get eight weeks. Yeah, never. Play. They'd ban him for life. Yeah, but he doesn't play for the Giants, Tom. He doesn't uh, play for a well-oiled AFL machine. Or was who did I say was going to win this game? You said the Giants, mate. Yeah, damn right. Oh, let's, I'm glad that. Uh, so, so from predictions, you're uh, one from three. Broden Kelly guessed it last week is three from three, and he cursed this episode. He did. He also cursed us with a desire for Hungry Jack's chips, something that none of us have qu- been able to quench of recent. Oh, we will. Quenching we will. it later. We will. Later today. Um, this is going to be a short episode because I've got nothing nice to say. So on this, though, mm. uh, the, the first half of this was unreal. It was like there was the, the talent on display from both the Bulldogs and the Giants and their style of the game was exciting. It was frenetic. Uh, superstars in their at their peak. It was fights almost breaking out all over the ground. It was perfect finals football. And then the Bulldogs went in halftime and came out and they forgot how to play and the Giants remembered. Yeah. And they remembered well. Um, the Speaking of like the reverse of how good's footy, the antithesis to... Uh, this show, something also happened with this that's uh, also the opposite of How Good's Footy, which is that uh, a flight full of Bris- uh, a flight full of Bulldog supporters had their flight cancelled and they arrived to the game between halftime and three-quarter time uh, where there was zero standout moments from the dog uh, Western Bulldogs, meaning that the ground was severely lacking Western Bulldog supporters for a very long portion of the game. Yep. They still outnumbered the Giants supporters three to one. Should get a refund. Bevo should pay them all back. Should Although, pay me back for watching the Bulldogs this year. I will say this, guys. If you're, boys, hypothetical, mm. you have to travel interstate for a footy match. Yes. Do you go the morning of or the day before? 
Day before for me. Thank go you. Go day before. Thank Tom, you. It's not a possible thing for everybody. Do you care about your footy team? People have work commitments, mate. Mate. Family commitments. Chuck in a sickie. Call, call in sick to family. Do it, Tom. Tom. It's a privilege. Tom. Call in sick to work. They call your wife and be like, I'm sick. And she's like, I can see you. You're in the hallway. And then just run. Tom. The bod will protect you. Tom. He's your wife now. Tom. Yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You barrack for a football team that have complained about a one hour drive on a Friday night. I just said if we had to travel though interstate, I'd uh, be that before. All I've fucking seen with this West Coast announcement is like, oh, it's a Friday night too. How are we meant to get there after work? I didn't say that. You're no, part of the you VFL. Didn't, but all of your fucking supporters. Yeah, but have. I didn't say that. Uh, VFL arrogance. I'm sick of it. Nah. Play the game. Shut up. Nick Nat's going to fucking eat you. Why? I don't know. Shut up, Tom. He looks hungry. I'm sad, Sean. Jacks. Hungry Jacks for, for a hungry Nat. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. If, can they change for one week? Can he do what Gary Hawking did and change his name to Hungry Nats for just one week? <laughs> Raise money and awareness for Whoppers. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Anthony McWhopper tipping Woody. You're getting hungry. That's right. Changes his name from McDonald <laughs> to Whopper. He crossed so promotional. Just, He's Anthony Mc, McDonald tipping Whopper. <laughs> so just to clarify for our interstate listeners, the AFL is not sponsored by Hungry Jacks, just West Coast. So I don't know where Tom's fucking hairbrain. I'm so angry, Tom. I'm just remembering your arrogance from last week and it's filling the room again. Hey, hey can I just say, I wasn't arrogant last week. You were. And no, no, no. Until, until. Did you breathe last week? <laughs> no, I was holding I my breath listen, nervously all week. I have to listen to these episodes more than you two do because I edit them. Yep. And you were oozing with it. No, Tom. I was confident. And then Dowie made me arrogant. I was nervous. You knew this. You got angry last week because I come in nervous. Dowie hyped me up. Suddenly I was arrogant. You hated it. <sighs> Dowie's banned from the show. I'm going to just like leave a, just like a fold up chair next to my producer chair so that if anyone gets out of line, I just give them the chair. Can't wait. You're the first first to go. Do you know what I mean? You're going to hit me. I'm going to get up. I'm going to have a Jeremy Finlayson shush Like, Look, look. I'm going to hit myself with a fucking chair. I loved it. I loved that. The shush. Oh, big fan. Yeah, I wish you'd do it. <laughs> All right. This next. episode just got real Shut mean. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> it's because two of us are defeated and you're like, no, 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 it's good. I finished top of the ladder and got embarrassed by Collingwood, but I'm going to go in and win the grand final. Yeah. It's like Sean. Brisbane finished second on the ladder, got embarrassed by Richmond. They're going to go on and play in the grand final. One of those two teams doesn't have to play West Coast at the MCG, followed by Richmond at the FCG to get there. Now they have to play Collingwood at the MCG. <laughs> and? They also get to play their next. home ground. Yes, next Biased. game. Shut up, Tom. It's more It's more of an achievement if we do it. We're facing adversity the whole no, way. No, you're not. We travel. Fucking, fucking Stephen Bradbury over here. How many times do you travel a year, Tom? Huh? How many a lot. Times do you travel? We don't get to play that many games in Geelong. No, you don't count one hour down the highway. Tom, <laughs> we... Bunch of VFL whingers. That's fine. I thought you were on my side. Nah, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> keep, just keeps me on my toes. Keeps yeah. the dynamic fresh. Um... One last, last thing on this one before yep. we move on uh, is just and again the anti Howards footy of just continuing a trend of shit sad footy. Uh, Delidio oh, played yeah, his sucks. last game and no one knew until the end of the game when he revealed he'd injured his calf and he knew he wouldn't be right to play next week. Actually, sorry, one person knew, mm. Matt Suckling. Because Matt Suckling was like, how are you going? And he's like, not I'm not good. I, I don't think I, I'm not good. Yeah, but he was like, I knew that I was fit enough, I was okay enough to stay out there, because I didn't want us to be down a rotation. And yeah. I'm like, that is the most selfless, club oriented fucking thing ever. That I could almost be okay with the Giants winning a premiership. No, because then he misses out on it. So for the good of the game, they need to lose to Brisbane next week. Yeah, that, that's probably that's then the two flags that he's missed out on if they would yeah, were to win. That would be sad. Oh, wheel him out there. He's not in a wheelchair. This is when you need the sub. Come on in the last Bring quarter. Bring it back. Bring one, it back. One minute to go. <sighs> Ends the game with the ball in his hands. I mean, he did end the set of the final with his ball in his hands. So did Toby Green, but it was his own. <laughs> last, it's gone. It's last, gone. Yeah, his dick exploded. <laughs> that was the biggest kick to the dick I've ever seen. 
And it could not have happened to a more perfect oh, player. It curled. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, like, for a little bit, he became more of a dickhead because yeah, it hopped yeah. out the top <laughs> of his head and then slid back down his body. Um, yeah, uh, if you go onto Twitter and just search Toby Green dick, I guess. Dick explosion. <laughs> Probably don't want to search that. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, search dick explosion and let us know what you get. <laughs> oh, just like Toby Green kick. Um, no, no, no. You, you'll get not the dick kick. You'll get yeah, all you'll of get... the kicks he's done to other people. My, I was in an Uber, Sean, going to your place, and we were talking, the Uber driver was a big footy bloke and was talking about Toby Green and was like, yeah, look, he's a bit of a shit, but I have to respect a man who at the same time as keeping his eyes on the footy and taking a good mark also has the capacity to, at the corner of his eye, put his foot in a bloke's face. Fuck life. <laughs> then called him Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Rick, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast that you've never heard of, you're you're five stars, mate. Who was his team? Uh, he's a Collingwood supporter, and he apologised to me for the behaviour of supporters. Good, I enjoy that. Uh, and also told me about how he drove Eric Hipwood, Hugh McCluggage, and Lockie Neal in his Uber when they were in Melbourne recently. Good boys. And I said they were all very lovely, and that Eric Hipwood is very big. <laughs> um, if you search for Toby Green kicked, uh, it comes up. It's good. It's the first result. It's also his own fault. I forgot about that. Yeah, because he jumps over. No, he... Is he in the ruck? He pushes someone out of the competition. Uh, who was it? Dunkley? He's yeah. in the ruck, which is cooked. So Toby Green gets like a bit of a bump, and then he full-on pushes, like tries to don't argue a guy off the ball, and as he's falling, the guy just sticks his leg out and just kicks him right in the dick. <laughs> it's beautiful. Poetic justice. Uh, it's, uh, it's he's, He hates it, and it makes me happy. Um... Anyway, last game. Hey, Sean. Sean. Have you just you just watched the video? <laughs> I just Googled dick explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Tom. Anything to talk about here, mate? No, I thought we already covered that game, didn't we? You don't want to? Bad else? umpires. Dusty's a dick. Jack Revolt's probably the biggest whinger in the game outside of me. Um, <sighs> is it Jack, you, Chris Scott? Probably. Yep. And um, then Eddie? No, Eddie's, Eddie's top. Oh, Eddie's Because Eddie whinges even when things go his way. Yeah, I actually have a 20-year-old gentleman's agreement with Eddie that he's a bigger whinger than me. <laughs> yeah. So I have to temper my <laughs> whinging sometimes. Um, Brisbane. Uh, I'm still a big believer. Same. I was angry watching the game because it was such a missed opportunity. What did we lose by, eight goals? Yep. Dominated a lot of aspects. They got away in that third that quarter. That third quarter they ran all over the top of you. We ran over the top of them. They looked pretty rattled, I thought, in the first quarter. They really did. 23 inside 50s to 6 at one point. Yeah. We kicked 4-6. If you had a kick straight, you would have been, I think. Yeah. We could have kicked 10. Should have kicked seven goals in that first quarter. You could have put them to bed. Even, like, yeah. not being, like, like even seven goals three is, like, pretty accurate kicking. So, like, yeah. even if it's, like, by, like, half time, yeah. it was a, it could have been a chance that you were, like, Four or five goals up, and they were fucked. We should have been up by four goals at halftime. Instead, we're down by eleven points, and it's a different game. You come out in the third quarter. We've got to try a few things to get back in front, and then they we cook it a bit. Part. They tear it open. Do you I, know, I'm confident. Like this, people will probably think I'm stupid because we've lost by five goals plus the last two times we played them. If we some, if we make it through to the grand final, have to play Richmond again. I am confident we can beat them. Yeah. Just got to convert. That's all it is. In the forward 50. Shut them down. Shut them out of it. Just got to convert. We had them on the back foot big time in that first quarter. There was a moment. I think Lockie Neal kicked one on the run. And I thought, oh, my God, are we going to make the prelim? Fucking hell. Do you know know, know when I thought you were making the prelim? Mm. When Cam Rayner nailed one from 55. He had – yes, he faded a bit and he made a couple of mistakes late, but he had probably one of his – Best games of the year. and Definitely best quarter of the year. It's one of those things where it looks like he could explode over this September. Yep. He could have a dick explosion all over September. I'd be so happy with that. (laughs) Oh, big Um, fan. We beat the Giants last time we played them. We beat them at their home ground. So confident. I am nervous. I would love it if Toby Green had been suspended. Because Brisbane struggle with that certain type of player. We struggle with Dusty Martin. We struggle with Jordan Dugowie. We struggle with Toby Green. They're yep. all very similar. Dugowie's gone. So if we can get through to the prelim, I think we can beat Collingwood. 
but got to beat the Giants first. And they're, yep. they're back in really good form. It makes a huge difference when they've got Jeremy Cameron and Toby Green in that team. Yep. And Kelly was on fire. Kelly was awesome. Whitfield was on and, fire. And Matt, I'll tell you who's so fucking important to that team is Matt, Matt DeBoer. DeBoer. Yep. Because he didn't play. Maybe you should uh, give him Norm Smith. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't play last time Brisbane played them. Yeah. Um, did he? Oh, he did play against the Bulldogs, didn't he? Yep. The previous time. Yep. But he's just, when he's, he'll shut down Lockie Neal probably. So Zorko and Jared Lyons have to have a big game. I reckon he goes to Zorko. Well, maybe. Then Zorko's, Neal has to have a huge game. So Neil's good, but I think Zorko's yep. a talismanic figure. He's your captain. He's your leader. Shut him down. It takes away more than just his possessions. If they do a hard tag, mm. Brisbane just have to take advantage of the fact that there's, they've got one player who's playing negative. Yeah. And just, you know, that's the thing with taggers. Because you know, you know, it's also been really good, Nick, in finals, Sean mm. and Dusha. I don't know if you know this, but he's played a few of them. Luke Hodge. Oh, yeah, fucking hell. That man has September in his veins. He was great. Sign him on for three years. He was Just really roll good. him out every finals. Fucking, that's what, Brisbane have done it before. He needs to become your new fucking old Clark mate. Keating. Clark Keating. Mr. September. Mr. September. He already is Mr. September. He's fucking good. I, and but, yeah, there's a couple. When you play the Giants this week, you know what Toby Green's weakness is now. You just kick him in the dick. Rattles him. Well, no, it doesn't, it's not there anymore. It's gone. Oh, no. He's unstoppable. It'll it'll ruddy. It'll descend. Give it a week. It'll come back. <laughs> it'll down. come back. Even yeah. if it's only about here, just keep him in the guts. Yeah, his dick's in space. It's floating around at the moment. <laughs> it's going to come back. It's going to crash hard. Mm. Um, there's a few players like a lot of Brisbane's forward line. Looked for them to have a huge game this week. Like yeah, Hipwood needs to like McStay needs to repay the faith a little bit. Hipwood needs to have a big game. Charlie Cameron needs to have a big game. Yep. I thought Christensen was good up forward. Oh, he's good. He's been great the second half of the year. He's been awesome. Yeah. Like Geelong, I just think Brisbane, you can't roll into finals and only kick as little goals as you did and expect to win. Yep, that's it. We're in the entertainment business, and we're going to have a big old crack. Business is going to be booming, mate. Because I back our back line to do the job. Like um, Harris Andrews will take Jeremy Cameron, and Adams and, and Gardner, they'll be fine. Hodges down there, Richie, they'll all respond. Oh. <sighs> Big battle good. in the midfield, and then it's just a matter of whether our forwards take their chances. Can't wait for grand final day, yeah. Sean. Let's go. When you think about it, Richmond, can we all agree, Richmond are the best team in the AFL right now. Yeah, yeah they're the premiership mm, favourites yeah. for a reason. Think about Brisbane were 15th last year. Irrespective of the scoreline in our two games against Richmond, they've taken it right up to them. Yep. Yeah. Been a huge chance. And look how young Brisbane are. Mm. As a team. Well, the thing Next is, year is very exciting. Sean, I don't want to get too negative, but like, Look, you'd lost by quite a lot. Comprehensively, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Brisbane, regardless of where the season goes from here, the straight sets wouldn't be as great. But, like, yeah. if you make a prelim, even if you lose that, that's a that's fucked. You'd like to win one final. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get – Because then next year the goal, the bar yeah. is set a bit higher. Whereas yeah. if you go straight sets, then next year the goal is probably win a final. Yeah. And then the next progression. Whereas if you win a final, win the prelim, yeah. next year it's like – have a crack with yeah, a big dance all yeah, the way. Yeah. So, regardless of this weekend's results, Brisbane are in a much better position than Geelong. Geelong should be playing a lot better than they did. Yep. And should not be happy with if they, again, straight sets. I'm not happy. But, so still, we're not going to straight set. Still, a lot of hope. You were number one, you were top of the ladder for a reason. Yep. Correct. Just get back to playing how you did in the first half of the year. Do you know what the difference roll West Coast. Do you know what the difference was in the first half of the year? Those smug fucks, Richmond. Oh, do you know what would give me more joy than. Okay, the only thing that it would actually give me more joy if we rolled Richmond in the MCG because they're premiership favourites. Yep. Because the other alternative would be making a grand final against Collingwood and then beating them in the grand final. But to do that, Again. you'd have to lose. And I don't want to say that, Sean. Mate, whatever happens, happens. All right. Uh, fuck it. We're going to win. So are we. Fuck yeah, footy. Footy's, I think footy's pretty good, boys. It's come full circle. And I'll see, see you next year, I guess. No, no, no. You're in a fucking prelim in the VFL, mate. Haven't played in a grand final in the VFL since 94. Yeah, that's. And we, we still haven't yet. Oh, you will. Look at his face. Look how much he cares. He should care. I care that Tom Jock kicked a winning goal on the uh, weekend. Woosh is staying for now. The stability. Yeah. Woosh will go six weeks in and Carousella will take over and the new era of the Bombers will begin. I hope so. It's a red and black rain. I, I hope so. I genuinely, I just don't know how much longer I can put up with stuff like this. And this week... Someone in the basement of Sexyland will find Chris got tied up. 
They'll uncover Brad has been coaching the team since the halfway point. Chris will come back. Cats will go all the way. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I was going to ask for predictions for next week, but I'm just going to take a wild step in the dark and think that, Tom, you're going to tip... Is Geelong are going to be West Coast, and you're also going to tip that Brisbane are going to be Giants. Absolutely. Sean. Same. Same also. Do I believe as much as you two? I don't think so, but I have hope. But you're a broken man, so. Yeah. Brisbane, I'm confident about. I'm putting this call out to every priest in Australia. Open the church doors. Let Gary in there. <laughs> every priest. Every, every church. Every church. Let yeah. him pray. Every church should do a prayer for Gary Ablett this oh, week. Oh, my God. Mm. Supercharge him. I mean, they already do prayers every week for him, son of God, that whole thing. Just make him so powerful that he goes super saiyan and grows back hair. Do, do you know what would be amazing is if he turned up and like got like bumped early on, like they were trying to get physicality, and he hit the ground and just opened his eyes and like light poured out of his <laughs> eyes and mouth and just like burnt the face up. Like <laughs> <laughs> Off Eddie. <laughs> Off Eddie. No. Yeah. So what's oh. going to happen is in the Matrix when Neo gets shot and dies basically, but then they realize he's the one and then he stands up and then he just like possesses an Agent Smith and he explodes. <sighs> Amazing. That'd be so good. That could be Charlie Cameron this week actually. Charlie's ready. Rev that bike. He's been down for too Rev long. It. He should have revved it in the first quarter. Should have. I think you do should have. Did you say you no. don't rev it? No? I said don't rev it. I thought he would no. have more opportunities to rev it, Sean. No, you got to rev it. you got to take every chance you get. No, there was one goal that he missed, and if he had have kicked it, he would have been, like been a big rev. Just a snap yeah. on the run. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's already had the momentum of the run. Yeah, yeah, because he just would have kept going. He would have revved. I would have won you the game, I reckon. Well, they win the grand final. That'll be my tattoo. Charlie, Charlie and me riding a motorbike. <laughs> And the motorbike I'll be is the sidecar. The motorbike is Mitch Robbo. <laughs> Actually, Robbo will be in the sidecar. And you're on the back. I'll be holding Charlie's waist. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I don't even know what else there is to say except that footy is absolute horseshit this week. But next week is another week. And there's still hope. Both of your teams are playing, yep. uh, which is something we didn't predict. But that's okay. And look, if you believe, let us know. Send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, howgoodsfooty. Uh, or individually at Awkward Trade. What are you, I'm Sean? I'm Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And uh, look, has our energy been up? Has my Have I been a prick this episode? Yes. Am I upset? Yes. Is it hard to be positive in such a bleak outcome? Yes. Did I expect to be bullied by my friends today? No. You should have. Tom, yeah, not true. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah. footy. If you believe it, you can see it.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.